Welcome, listeners, to a podcast that seeks to ignite the flames of inspiration and empowerment within the ServiceNow community. I'm Farah Wells, your host and the director of Linking Humans, the number one global partner for ServiceNow recruitment. Join us on this journey as we venture deep into the world of ServiceNow leaders, discover the very essence of their motivations and the unique mindset that paved the way for their remarkable success. Okay, so welcome everybody to another fantastic episode. I'm really excited today because I've got one of my favorite people on today. Uh, This is Simon Wright. He is the practice lead at Sopra Steria. Now, Simon has been working with ServiceNow since the Aspen release. Um, So a huge thank you to you, Simon. Thanks for coming on today. You're welcome. Um, Far anytime. Oh, that's amazing. So, Simon, um, look, for anyone that doesn't know you, doesn't know your background, can you just maybe perhaps start off by talking to us about how you first got introduced to ServiceNow and how you've got to the position you are today? Yeah, of course. Um, so basically, I was working for East Midlands Ambulance Service or EMAS if you're local to Nottingham. Um, and I was in there a couple of weeks and I was given a project called ServiceNow. And I was like, okay, what's this? What does it mean? What do we do? And I was told, just research it. That's who we're working with. This is what we're doing. Now, obviously, with ServiceNow, not as advanced as they are now, but in the early days, they were very embryonic. Um, it, there was very, very little information. So it was a case of me working with the current supplier, which was Fruition Partners then, to um to basically understand service now what it did how it works brand new system it's got um, an excellent future etc so we did that and then i realized at a very early stage the the capabilities of service now could have and what it could do so pretty much we uh, we built what we needed to do on that it was really basic incident problem change knowledge and a bit of service portal really really basic um, that lasted us. We made lots of mistakes because we didn't know how it worked. So the, the information we got wasn't very good. But basically, we got there in the end. Uh, and then pretty much from that, the supplier that I worked with offered me a job to come work for them. I then started working for them. And pretty much I've been in service now since 2013. So about, about 10, 11 years since the early, late, late Aspen, early Berlin releases. Wow, that's incredible. And, you know, obviously you've seen the platform change and develop uh, over time, like from when you first started working with it to what it is today. Like, how do you think it's evolved? What's your Hugely, hugely. It's gone stratospheric, I think is the word I'm looking for. Um, I've never known working, I mean, I worked in IT many, many years and I've never known a platform go from basically from hero, from zero to hero very, very, very quickly very, very quickly. They've realised what can be done and how it can be done and what's needed within the um, the business world. And they've just bought the right people at the right time. I always say to people at work, it's the right person, right place, right time. And that's what they've done. And they've had the right people in the right place at the right time. Wow, that's incredible. Mm. So that's amazing. And for, for anyone that's kind of joining the ServiceNow industry now, you know, perhaps like the, the newbies, the, the next gen community, mm. what do you think, what key skills or expertise do you think 
people that are establishing themselves now in the service now world should focus on developing to help enhance their careers and stand out yeah we we, we have something very very similar where we work and what i say to the team is is basically understand the basics i always describe to customers that service now is a house yeah once you get the foundation of that house built and you know and you can solidify that foundation you then basically put on the levels that you need to do and the roof will never go on because it'll always expand um and i say to our guys look get the basics learn how service now works understand the the what it does and how it interacts with each other common services data model cmdb etc cetera, etc cetera. And pretty much once you've done that, you've got that baseline knowledge, you've got the foundations of the house that you want to build, you put your personal house, then you can start to build things on. So again, it's literally just understanding how it works. We we work with people and they, they don't kind of understand how it works. But once you get them to how it works, it's like ah, the light bulb moment comes on. Oh, I recognize, yes, I know what you're on about now. I understand it. And once that's done. They, they they can then say, right, ServiceNow can do this, ServiceNow can do that. And it's the light bulb moment I had many, many years ago that goes, wow, this is the stratospheric um, all singing, all dancing um, ServiceNow that can do what it needs to do. And then obviously what I thought they could do, they've now achieved and gone beyond that. Wow, that's incredible. And and that's the thing, I suppose, with ServiceNow, it's always, you know, it's rapidly evolving, right? So there's mm-hmm. new features, there's new updates. So how can people kind of keep up to date with the latest kind of advancements and just make sure that they stay relevant, you know, their yeah, skills? Yeah, so obviously there's uh, LinkedIn's really, really good. And there's a lot of people, a friend, a close friend of mine, Drew Gupta, is a ServiceNow MVP. I'm LinkedIn with absolutely thousands of people on LinkedIn for ServiceNow. Um, it's building up your community, absolutely building up your community. I would say 85%, maybe more of people that I know are all through ServiceNow on LinkedIn. And I've got in excess of 11,000 people I know on LinkedIn or know or wow. associated with on LinkedIn. So yeah. it's building up your community, knowing who to go to to ask the right questions, mm. looking um, with joining the dev community within ServiceNow, going to... Um, the, the sort of creator con meets, going to the local development meets, building your network. Once you've got that, there is people with such immense knowledge that they will be able to help you to where you get to go. I don't know that there's one person that knows service now all the way across because it's so big. People have their own specific areas that they know. Once they know that, you say, actually, I want to know about performance analytics. I know I can I'll speak to Farrah because Farrah knows about it. You're going to speak to you, oh, yeah, I've done this, I've done that. And the ideas and the creative juices then start to flow on what you can actually do for the business that you're working or the partner that you're working for. Yeah, that's incredible. And do you find, like, the community is quite open? Like, if you approach oh, yeah, somebody on LinkedIn absolutely, that yeah. you've never met? It, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a closed community where you only speak to a certain amount of people. The community is, is global. And there's lots of things on LinkedIn that people can join. And there's um, Chuck Tomasi com- is coming across from the States uh, very soon to join a dev meetup in London. And Chuck Tomasi is very well, worldwide known in, yeah. in service now. And he's coming to London because people know that that community is so important for making the for making grown service now as, as a platform 
and going above and beyond what we can do because people are always pushing the envelope, pushing the boundary. Can we do yeah. this? Can we do this? Can we do this? Pretty much, yeah, I'm serious now. You can pretty much do anything you want to do in relation to um, to building, to integrating with, et cetera, et cetera. So get on that community, get on, get and get to understand the people that's in your network and build your network because one day those people will want, you will want to help and they will help you. Yeah, no, that sounds incredible. And, you know, I like, I think that makes ServiceNow so special because I'm sure there are other industries out there that, you know, at the end of the day, people think, well, I'm actually your competitor. What, like, why mm. would I help you? Like, why would I really want to give you a leg up? You know, do you find that that's not the case? I think it depends. I think it depends on who you're dealing with, what business you're working with and, and who your um, your community is. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, I've worked with you before, and you invite me to do this, and I'm like, yeah, it's an absolute pleasure to come and do this, and and, and sort of speak to people and give my experience of service. Now, it yeah. may be different to other people's, but again, this is my words, my experience. Yeah, and it, it just a lot of my stuff comes from the heart because I'm really passionate about what I do. Hence, I've got to where I've got to because yeah. I'm passionate and I know that what I can do will make a difference to people and and, and what they do within their work scenarios. Okay, that's that's incredibly amazing. And you know, obviously, you you touched upon passion. Then, mm-hmm. um, like for somebody that's perhaps starting out in the industry or getting into it, how important is it that they should be passionate about the platform? Absolutely, hundred percent. If they want to get to a role that I'm doing, you need to have the passion. You need to have the drive. You need to have the the understanding of what ServiceNow can do and and think outside the box. What can we do with this? How far can I push that envelope? And having the passion that, like I did, really, really familiar, I was thinking, wow, this is such a great platform. It can go millions and millions and millions of miles and into the stratosphere beyond the Milky Way, beyond the galaxy. You can you 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 realise that, and then you can bring that passion to what you do. Um, and if you, it, for me, if you don't have that passion, like a lot of people that I know probably not the right thing for you you've got to have the passion to push this and wanting to do the best for who you work with and 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 the people that you deal with yeah absolutely I totally agree and you know what when you're passionate about something you actually enjoy doing it and when you enjoy doing something you're going to do your best right so absolutely it kind of goes hand in hand so now that's incredible and you know I think that kind of it says a lot about mindset when you talk about passion right so like talking about your own mindset Simon like what is it like you know what's your attitude and and how has that been instrumental in in your journey to the top um personally i want to enjoy my job and what i do mm. i want to enjoy and do what i do and i love my job i work with some great people we're all have got the same ethos that we want to do the best for ourselves best for the the um practice that we're in and best for the company that we're in and i want my company to be number one I want them to be number one and I'm striving and building that and doing whatever I can to make us number one. You work with service now, you work with other people, you bring the right people in at the right time at the right place and um, making us number one is my goal. Mm, Whether I can get there or not is a different question. (laughs) That's a a massively different question. You know, it's kind of like, "Mm, am I going to win the lottery tonight? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but you've got to try and do your best for where you want to go to. And that's my that, yeah. that's my goal and my vision to be 
to, to be number one, but also to push myself. Um, I'm in, I'm in my fifties. Yeah. Uh, my sort of learning days have gone as in like going to university. Yeah. I've got three degrees. I've been to university, etc. but I'm wanting to push myself to say, actually, I want to do this. I want to be a certified master architect. Yeah. I'm studying to do my certifications, et cetera, et cetera. But that what I'm doing is also bringing it and it's helping to do what I need to do work. Because I can go, actually, I've learned about that. We need to be, we've got a customer's question. We can, we can, we can, we can do what they need to do. And it's, yeah. it's all about pushing the envelope, not for the bit, not for the business that I work for, but for your own envelope. What can yeah. you do? How far can you go? How can you do this? Mm that's where my big passion comes from basically to try and be the best that I can be yeah that sounds amazing that's brilliant and you know you touched upon the CMA program right yeah. so is that something that you're doing or um, would love to so, do so basically you you need to be systematically qualified you need to have CAD you need to have ITSM and a couple of other um, CISs uh, and then you need to get accepted into the program and obviously there's a lot of people that want to do it Yeah. so I'm just trying to do my best to go I've done all my qualifications. We accept me to the program. If they accept me to the program, absolutely fantastic. Um, I think it's then like a year, 18 month, two year program. And then obviously you have to do like a, a capstone project, as they call it, right at the end of so a presentation. You get that, you get your CMA. But then you obviously you have to renew it. And there's certain conditions that you have to do to renew it. So um, it's all a it's all a goal for me. That's the big carrot that's dangling right at the end of sort of, I know yeah. I can do this, but I need, I, I need, and I want to do it because it's going to yeah. help help the business I work for. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what what's your kind of goal? Well, like, once you've got it, like, what do you think it would help you? Like, what what step stones do you think it would kind of give you? World your oyster, world your oyster. I don't know what the future holds. Um, I I love my job, what I'm doing, the way we're doing what we're doing, um, is really really good. Yeah. And we're going the right way. We've got a lot of backing and we're, 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 we're going in the right direction. What that holds for me when I get my CMA, I don't know. Yeah. Could be anything. Could be absolutely yeah. anything. That, that, that's that's goal I'll look at when I get there. I need yeah. to get to that goal first. Once I've got to that goal, I can go, right, okay, what can I do now? Should I run for president of the United States? Should I do this? Should I do that? Yeah. You, don't, you don't know. You know, it's just like <laughs> yeah. you, you tell the goals to come through. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, look, there, there's not many CMAs in the world. I think the last time I saw the count, I think it was 236. So, yeah. um, and that's globally. That's <laughs> that's on a global scale. So it will be a fantastic achievement to be part of that alumni, I suppose. Correct. Absolutely. <laughs> Amazing. And you know what? I think, you know, I just love how ambitious you are. And But I think, you know, to, to, to obviously reach those goals, you have to be quite resilient, right? So, and I think that's quite essential navigating the ups and downs, um, particularly mm. of a challenging industry, right? So how have you built resilience, Simon? And what strategies do you employ to kind of bounce back from those setbacks that you would have had in life? Every day is a, every day is a school day. Every day is a school day. Um, you learn different things every day. You, you think you could be a good communicator. Actually, I can do better. You think you can you can be a better presenter. Actually, you can do things better. And I think it's learning from the people around you 
And people go to her, oh, that, you know, that's really good that what Farrah's done. I really like that. I'll, I'll reach out to her and, and ask her that question. She can then impart that, that knowledge into me and the people that I work with. I, I take things from them. Um, but I think on the resilient side is just focus on what you need to focus on. Yeah. If you want to be number one, you're, and, and you, it's within your power to do that. That's what you focus upon. If you want, if your power is, I want to be um, a certified system admin, you do that. Then what's your next step? Actually, I want to be a senior developer. That's my next step. Then I want to be a CTA. That's my next step. It's all about setting yourself um, goals. As Muhammad Ali once said, what keeps him going is goals. Yeah. Um, Mike Tyson once said that if, for example, he's the world heavyweight champion and he finds out that somebody's running at 4am, he'll get up at 2am. Right. Nice. Because he wants to be the best. Yeah, he sits at the top of the tree, but he doesn't want somebody to knock him off the top of the tree. He wants to stop at the top. So you, you basically, he's, he's getting those goals and say, right, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do the other. Once you've done one, then you set the other goal, then the, your next one after that, and this is keep setting the goals and trying to achieve them. It might come to the point where you can only go so far and achieve those goals. Yeah, you can only go so far. Once you've got that, it's like, okay, what do I do next? Do you look in a different direction? Do you look in another direction? Or do you keep plowing on? Hopefully that chance to do, to do that dream job that you've got will um, give you the opportunity to do it. Yeah, sounds amazing. All right, that sounds amazing. So, look, you know, like many leaders, you know, um, face moments of doubt, you know, or, or imposter syndrome, right? So how do you manage like self-doubt and how have you overcome feelings of insecurity throughout your career mm. i don't know everything never will do i'm not an archimedes i'm not a an all knowledge or front of all knowledge never will be yeah if i'm ever in doubt i will go to the people that i work with who are far more technical than what i am and say need to ask this question am i right in what i'm saying i've just been on a call with service now for something prior to this and I was like, right what I'm saying here. And I went, yeah, you are right in what you're saying. But that then builds up your knowledge. It then builds up your confidence, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and on the self-care side, um, I, I I go into my gym and literally just do the weights. It's my, it's my de-stress reliever. Um, I've suffered with mental health in the past and my mental health um, release is going into the gym. And I, I have a, I join a, I have a mental health session every Thursday, uh, which is run by Nottingham Forest Football Club. It's called, it's called Tricky to Talk, and we're all from different parts of the community, but we've all got one thing in common. It's obviously, we support Forest, and we, we, we have a tight knit group. We have a good WhatsApp group, and we talk about different things. And they're because they're from different walks of life, and I'm from different walks of life. We just help each other to get through those moments. So if I'm struggling mentally with things, talk to my friends or I'll go into the gym think, okay, how can I do this? Can I do this better? Is this right? Is this wrong? And you, you kind of work, work it because the job that I do is very, very stressful. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. It's really stressful, really, really stressful. It's hard and it's tiring. But the end goal is making is that number one. That's yeah. the end goal. But you yeah. need to manage your own stress, your own burnout, and it's a case of I need, I need, I need an hour. I need to go walk. I need to go clear my head or whatever mm. it may be. 
And once that's done, you come back refreshed. So it's kind of a, you need to manage your own um, self-being, self-worth, and make sure that once you, you, you understand that, it's fine. But then also going back to asking for help. Don't I'm never one to afraid to be afraid of asking for help. Yeah, there's always somebody with a bit more knowledge that can help you to get where you need to get to. But knowledge in a specific area that will that you might not know that they will. As I said, mm. as I said, nobody knows everything about the service now. It's impossible. It's, the platform's too big. Yeah. Yeah. Go to the right people who've got the experience and their SMEs in that area. And say, actually, I want to know about performance analytics, Farah, for example. And I need to look at this. How would I do it? And you go, oh, yeah, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do that. Perfect. That's what I need to do. I can then impart that knowledge onto other people and do it that yeah. way. I love that. I, I love that idea of like just surrounding yourself with people that, you know, have got that knowledge base. And I think that goes back to what you were saying about LinkedIn, right? So even if you mm. don't personally know somebody, you can reach out to somebody and then they will be able to guide you or, or help absolutely, you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. At the end of the day, we're all, we're all adults. Yeah. We all, um, we all want to pursue a career. We all want to get on. I would be surprised if there's nobody that wouldn't help you. So it's now a small world and your, your personal brand will sing itself. I have a good personal brand with service now. They they know my vision, what I want to do. They're all bought into it. Yeah. They're all bought into it where, where I want to, how I want to work with them, how we move forward and do what I'm doing. They're like, wow, okay, perfect. We'll, we'll work with, you know what I mean? They know the passion is there. They want that passion. It's like we can rely on these people. They're good at what they do. And yeah, it's just uh, it's knowing the the community themselves and who you can work with and who you need to go to. That's and it's a really interesting point that you made up that you said. Sorry about personal brand. You know, no. because people don't think that you know it's like oh, who am I to have a personal brand you know that's so like what what would you say to people like even for like for example service administrators do you think that they should kind of be out there promoting themselves absolutely and... absolutely I, I say to the team that we are one team yeah we we win together we lose together it's all about having your own brand I can do this I can do that I can do the other You've got a brand that says, I can develop CSM, I can develop FSM, I can do ESG. I know that your brand is in that area. I will come to you and say, right, Farah, brilliant, you can do this. I need you to do this for me. Brilliant, I love it. You're passionate about it. And again, it's that passion and brand. Yeah, my passion is service now and basically making the world a better place for people. Yeah, for, for, for people to work in and... Um, how can you put it basically driving innovation by being authentic and inspirational yeah that's what i'm trying to do but that but, but when you're doing that for businesses but you remain connected and be distinctive with those customers so they actually know that you're connected with them you know what they're trying to achieve you're bought into that ethos they're bought into your ethos you can be authentic with them and you can be inspirational mm, i love that I love that. And, and how, how would you suggest somebody builds that brand? Like, how do they tell people about what they do and what they can bring to the LinkedIn, table? LinkedIn, qualifications, right. experience, 
I've, I've worked in many companies where I've got experience of managing I've made mistakes. I, I'm not going to deny I've not made mistakes. Everybody does. Um, you learn from them and then you build your brand from that and your brand will get known. If you're a contractor um, and you've done contracts, people will know your brand. You're building your LinkedIn profile. You build your CV that does what you does what you need to do. Yeah, you build your brand. Your brand is your CV. Your brand is your LinkedIn. If you can sing that and say, this is who I am, this is what I do, this is what I'm passionate about, this is where I want to be, people look at her and go, oh, wow, Farrah's, Farrah's brilliant. She's just really, really good. She's passionate about what she wants to do, where she wants to go. Let's let's let, let's interview her. Let, let's get her. Let's get her. Let's see if we can get her uh, on board with this because she's got that passion. And when I when I try when I bring people on doing what we want to do, you look for that passion. You look for the skills. You look for that. I really want this and have that that polish, that that grenadier guard shoe polish, where you can actually see your own face in yeah. in the uh, in, in your shoes. Um, and if you can do that absolutely brilliant absolutely brilliant and that's your brand and that's what I try to build all the time build my own brand okay that sounds that's what incredible advice Simon um what would you suggest to people that are perhaps a bit shy you know that they're you know they're not they're not confident to kind of put themselves out there right so what would you what advice would you give to those guys that's a really that's a difficult one because I'm I can be quite outgoing but I can also be quite reserved. Obviously doing this, I'm speaking to you as I would speak to a customer, as I would speak to anybody. When I'm with my friends, I'm, I'm, I can be quite outgoing, be a, be, a, be a different person. I think um, I, I always got told, and a brilliant bit of advice is empty cans make the most noise, right? Basically, you continue to do your job and you're doing it well, and you're not going, I'm here, I'm here, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. I've done this. People that are just flying under the radar will get the opportunities to what to what they need to do. And again, it's about building your own brand, LinkedIn, CV, speaking to recruiters, um, putting your name out there with different people, commenting on things, going to your developer meetups, going to World Forum, going to Knowledge, going to speak to people. Hello, my name's Simon Wright. I work for et cetera, et cetera. Um, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm looking to work with for. I'd like to get involved with you. So it's now a small world. Yeah, it really is a small world. Pretty much everybody knows everybody. You can say, oh, do you know this person? Yeah, I know them. Yeah, they're really, really good. Oh, they're looking to come on. Oh, brilliant. Okay, let's have a chat with them. Don't be afraid to sing your own brand. People, I know people are shy. Um, surprising or not, sometimes I'm actually quite shy. You may not think about it, I quite am sometimes. Um, just um, try to get out of your comfort zone. Try and sing your song of who I am and what I can do. And people yeah. like, but you need to do it in the right way. Yeah. You don't need a heavy metal bashing, Def Leppard kind of thing. Do it in a nice, soft way. But I say empty cans make the most noise. That was one of the best bit of advice that I've got. Um, you just go, do what you need to do. People recognise it. Says, yes, yeah, I'm just really a guy. Farrah's a really great person. Um, let's let's work with him. Yeah, and no, that's amazing. And then also, you know, it's great advice because also it's 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 saying, look, just do your best because you will get seen, you will get recognised, and you know, and it's like you know, it's like the references will be glowing, and 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 like you said, the community is quite small, so people talk, right? So they'll be like, oh. This person just solved the most trickiest 
like project and and problem and yeah it, uh, yeah it kind of like works that way so yeah that's the that's brilliant. So, and you know, uh, I, I mean, for me personally, I just love how ambitious you are. I think it's it's incredible. It's it's really entrepreneurial as well. And but I know you, Simon, and you're very humble as well at the same time, right? <laughs> so, how have you managed to stay grounded and maintain that humility, but still being so successful? It's kind of you, you. If you have a team mindset, I'm a very, very, very good people person. Um, in my former years, I used to be a police officer, so I was really good gearious. I was like, I thought I was invincible. I thought I was Superman when I got my body all around. I was like, you, you ain't going to touch me. I'm I'm Superman. Fire your bullets. And I was just... <laughs> and I kept rid of them. But you you come to learning you're in a different world. And I think it's more of a case of when you work with a team, it's collectively a team effort. Yeah. If somebody's done a really good job, you single that person out, wow, you've done such a good job, yeah? A, it builds confidence, yeah? B, it's um, to... Um, I'm just trying to think of the word now. I lost my train of thought. It, A, it's to build confidence. B, it's to say, actually, you've done a good job, yeah? Empty cans make the most noise. Again, if you're not singing about it, let somebody sing your praises, blow your trumpet for you. And it gives you that credence to go, you know what? My boss has recognised me. I've done a good job. Yeah. It's all about recognising the team behind you that are actually doing the work. You're you're at the front of the um you're at the front of the arrow. You've got this massive team behind you. You need to recognise that team behind you. Don't take credit for something that's not yours. Mm. Yeah. If you've done something absolutely brilliant, yeah. Credit that person credit that person yeah if it's a team effort the team effort will get the credit from people above where i am you, your team's done a speech it's not me it's the team yeah the job isn't your job isn't done until the job is done that's the way i look at it we are that one team we work together yeah i'm a practice lead i've got a problem managing a project being a ba doing a bit of development being there writing stories getting my hands dirty we're a team. If people see that, I want to work for this person because he's quite happy. He, even though he might be wanting to sit at the top, I'm quite happy to come down all these levels to help the team to get where they need to go to. And that's the part of that team ethos. You've got to be part of a team to drive forward where you need to go. And they need to all be pointing in the same direction. And the team that we've got at the minute is buying into that mission statement, that ethos of we're all one team. We're going together. We're um, we're making things better for for everybody, absolutely everybody all the time. Yeah, that's amazing. And and I think as as a boss as well, it's like, you know, for anybody that wants to join your practice, I think it's incredible because it means that you are really supportive and, you know, and and, and you know, as a team, and I, you know, I've been a team member and. When you have your immediate boss say, wow, that was a great job, well done, it means a lot. Like, it really does mean, Absolutely. like, so much to hear those words. And it's like, it's almost sometimes like, to, like that's kind of like what I was, like, <laughs> aiming for, you know? It's like uh, to, to to make someone proud. Absolutely. And I think that's great you, you, that you you've got to that. You've got to sing people's praises because what you don't want is a lot of energy takers. Yeah, I'm a big energy giver. Big energy giver to people. Wow, you've done such a good job. You know what I mean? Really good. 
this is where we need you to go to. You've got your career path. I'll help you along the way. I'll do whatever you need to do. You need those energy. You, you need those. You need to give the energy out, and people will understand the energy that you're giving, and they'll go, "Wow!" As you said, we know where we need to go. Yeah, you're you're pushing us in the right direction of how we want to go, but you're actually thinking of me as well as a person. This is where you want to go. This is where I want to go. Can you help me to get there? Of course I'm going to. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to be around forever. Yeah. I'd love to be around forever, but I'm never going to be around forever. Never, not a chance. But you've got those people who say, you know what I mean? This person's really good. Yeah. You've got your succession planning. These people are going to do this. These people are going to do that. Yeah. This is what we need to do. And this is how we need to do it. And then people actually understand I have got a future here. They, he, he is interested in where I want to go. He is supportive of me doing my qualifications. He supported me of pushing my envelope, my personal brand, keep going that personal brand and everything, of what I want to do as a person. Yeah. And that's that's the kind of thing. It's not being humble, it's just recognizing people's success. Farrah, you've done an absolutely superb job. It's really, really good. You deserve to have your name shouted out in front of the appropriate people because you've done such a good job. It's a team effort. It's not one person that makes a success. Sometimes it is, but mostly it's one. It's the team that does it. That's amazing. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And you know, obviously, you know, um, you've picked up some really great um, traits on, on how to to manage a team and motivate them. Mm. Would you say that you've in your past had really good mentors that you've learnt from? Yes, um, I've. I've been places where it's like it wasn't for me, and uh, again, I'm not going to mention them. But it's just like this is this isn't for me. And there's been places where it's like, wow, this is such a good ethos, and it's such a good family ethos. The way the way we work is we're as I said we're one team. We work together to achieve, we work together to achieve the success that we know we can achieve as a team. Yeah. It's that family ethos. I've been in places where I'm not technical. I'm I'm not a I'm not a, a, a techie. I'm not a techie. But when I've worked with people before and they've got their head into something and it's like I can't get it to work, I can't get it to work. Let me look at let me look at it as a an independent person. And I've gone, oh, does, is that right there? Does that mean the same thing there? Is that right? There? Oh yeah, we've, you know what I mean. It's that kind of it's that all all, all working together. Yeah, and, and it's it's it, it. Sometimes it's hard to describe, but you pick up the traits from good people and the people you want to work with, and it's the you, you pick up the, the the good traits of people and go, you know what, that person was a really good boss. They're humble. They're kind. They're grounded. They actually think of you as a person, not of you as a number. You're. You, you know what I mean? It's all, it's all about nowadays. You're not just a number. You are a person and you need to look after those people and those people will look after you. As long as you put the time and investment and say, look, Farah, how are you doing? How's things with you? How you getting on with your studies? How, how's work? Any problems? Yeah, I've got this problem. Okay, how can I help you to do this? How can I help you to make it better? They realise that you're fostering their career to where you get them to need to go that's the that's the kind of ethos we have where we work and it's it's a good ethos and everybody's bought into it and we have such a good team where we all work together yeah we have crosswords of different people people are like really is, it, is this the right thing to do mm. trust the process yeah if you trust the process 
we do things in the right way and at the right time with the right people, we'll always get to be number one and we'll always get to be where we need to get to go to. Mm. It's all about timing the right people in the right place. Absolutely. I totally agree. And, and and I love it because, you know, you have this like goal and vision to be number one, but it's like the team have that same vision, right? It's like surround yourself with the right people who have that same goal. And then, of course, you know, you'll achieve it or, you know, exactly. hope to achieve it. Yeah. Exactly. I always say that perfect results count, not a perfect process. Yeah. The no, process can be, oh, my God, I've got all these things coming across here the result that counts at the end of the day to the customer you can work on the process in the background to make sure that process is better for next time when you do it it goes a lot smoother and the results are better yeah it's, it's understanding the whole the whole scenario and making and making things work yeah it's amazing so look simon final question if you mm. could go back in a time machine let's pretend we're back to the future okay and you could talk <laughs> to your 21 year old self what advice would you give him and this could be totally non-work related what advice would i give myself um that's that's a really tough one because uh yeah i've had some tough times in my life um I would probably say try harder at school. I tried really hard, but I let it go for a little couple of years in school, and I wish I'd have tried harder because I'd have been further away than where I am now. Um, understand the world around you is a big one because if you know what's coming down the line or you've got sight of it, you can have an effect on it. Yeah, and and again, just be just give credit where credit's due. If people have done a good job, tell them, yeah? It's people People cry out for it and they don't get it. People cry out for it and they don't get it. And um, if you're in a position that I am, make sure that the team comes first, yeah? Yeah, of course, I mean, I, I've, I've got a good job, but the team comes first, not your own personal gain, yeah? Because if you put the team first, the personal gain for you will then also come with the team. Yeah, it's not, it's 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 the biggest thing. And when you get, well, I can't remember my 50s. I mean, I've met, yeah, I am, I mean, I'm into my 50s and I'm getting old. You can quite clearly see all the wrinkles around here. <laughs> but it's kind of, you you uh, you, you basically um, just think, think of the team around you and how you can help other people. Because at the end of the day, once people see that, you built your own brand, you, people know who you are, people know how you operate. People will want to work with you. You will then become a better person. You'll then get to the jobs that you need to get to. You'll then do the things that you want to do too. This is what I say to my own people, my own sons. As long as you're polite, you do the right things, you listen to advice from people that's been there, seen there, and done the t-shirt, which I have. Um, you you're gonna be a better, you're gonna get a better, better start in life. I wish I'd listened to my dad more. I was like, yeah, he, he doesn't know nothing. He knows nothing. He's like, yeah, he's an old bloke. He's got no hair. He doesn't know anything. He's this, he's that. Drives a shit car. He does this. You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. I want my nice flash car. I want this and that. I wish I'd have listened more. I wish yeah. I'd have listened more. And this is what I try to say to my two, my, well, my three boys, actually. Um, just I'm trying to give you the benefit of my experience. If you do it, just listen to dad. Yeah, that's really, really grounded. And I'm just, just, and you'll be fine. You'll be fine. 
and the, the my two big ones are are getting there at the minute and they're listening to it's like yeah dad you are talking a lot of sense aren't you? Like, yeah i've been there seen it done it mate yeah we call each other bro it's like bro yeah. just, just listen to your old man listen <laughs> to your old man bro it's like come on listen to me um but my advice is is literally just try try harder at school um and if you're in the service now world my advice would be build your brand get your linkedin up get your communities um understand the people you want to work for join a company with a great ethos because once that ethos is there you'll never want to leave because it is you want to build that family trait uh, and i always said to people i work with you've got my works number you've got my personal number yeah the door is always open just because i sit at the point of the triangle doesn't mean i can't come all the way down to work with you guys yeah it means nothing yeah the door is always open i'm always open for advice open for anything you want to be yeah and if you want career advice right where are you now where do you want to go to right this is where i think you need to go to this is what you need to do and how you need to learn things and it's fine and and the guys that i work with have done it oh i need a bit of advice this what do you think right where do you want to go we have we have defining career learning paths that people will to get to a certain level they need to do this and show this etc etc over a number of times and um when they were asked for that advice yeah let's let put 10 minutes in the diary let's have a chat half an hour no problem i'd rather make time for the people and give them the time they're going to appreciate it and they're going to get i'm going to get out of them what i need out of them at the time yeah so it's again and again try and stay humble so if, if Farah's done a great job, well done, Farah. High five. You know what I mean? Really, really good job. Buy him a box of chocolates. Buy him some Krispy Kremes or something. You know what I mean? People love it. We, we, we've completed a project that says, guys, the Krispy Kremes are on me. Aww. I bought in three boxes of Krispy Kremes and they went in about 20 minutes. Yeah, I can imagine. It's like, my boss of bought Krispy Kremes. You know what I mean? It's just like, guys, a few beers. Well done. You know what I mean? You've done a really, really good job. This is the feedback I've had from people above me. You've done the right thing. You've got the perfect result. The process wasn't right. We work on that. We get the result right all the time. Yeah, no, that's amazing. So look, that's fantastic advice. And a huge thank you, Simon, for coming on and sharing us with us your journey. And, and it's really inspirational. So a big thank you. Oh, listen, listen, you're more than welcome. If I can, if I can help anybody, all you got to do is reach out to me on LinkedIn, following this, mention Farah's name, listen to the podcast, more than happy to help anybody. Uh, at the end of the day, it's, you, you will get recognised more by helping people than just by saying, nah, sorry, I haven't got the time. And um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I am busy, literally. I am busy all day, every day. It, my job is just never end, but that's what I enjoy. I enjoy the busyness because I know the more busy I am, the better we are. Yeah, you know, if I'm sitting there going, mm, mm, what can I do now? I've got no time, my diary's empty. Yeah. Um it's it kind of it, that worries me. I'd rather be over busy and then delegate your stuff out and say, Can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? Because I'm snowed under yeah. then than not having nothing to do at all. Yeah, it's amazing. So yeah, huge thank you. Thank you so much. You're you're more than welcome anytime.